welcome to episode 350 of the Parkrun Adventures podcast, a podcast about life, if your life is all about parkrun. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And my name is Ollie Spake and I am back again joining from Dorawal country and um, Mel, 350, that's a big number. It is. And I did get thrown because we had somewhere written in the show notes that still said 349. (laughs) Second, I got very confused. That's right. That's right. And we've got 351 somewhere else as well. So <laughs> yeah, keeps us to on me? our toes. Yes, but that's all right. I thought ahead. I put a post-it note in front of me and excellent. Uh, it's it's got all the prompts. So how are we tracking, Oliver? We took over about 216, didn't we? Um, sound like I'm in trouble there. Um, yes. <laughs> Yes, I believe that's that's right. That's right. We were entrusted with the keys uh, yeah. some time ago, and my goodness, that's um that's coming up to three years. It is, yeah. It is, yeah. Practically old hands now. We've changed the rearranged the furniture several times. Yeah, mm. yeah. But um, yeah, it's always a pleasure, and uh, once again, it was uh, uh, great to get to listen to yourself and to talk in last week's episode. Uh, so thank you to you both and to everyone else who contributed. Of course, um, it's fun being a listener sometimes. And thanks for um, sneaking into the show notes and dropping little um, <laughs> <laughs> little gems of information. And uh, I ran out and I bought my big things coin set, Ollie. Yes, Australia Post put my check in the mail. So um, that's great to hear, Mel. And <laughs> has it come? It has. So it was, yeah, I actually went to my local Australia Post outlet mm-hmm. and bought a set. And I very naively requested the set with the coloured giant Murray cod and got mm-hmm. told, no, no, only one in ten sets um, have the uh, the coloured coin and uh, it's it's unknown what one you'll receive. So I said, well, please give me the lucky one. <laughs> <laughs> and off I, off I toddled with my little um, secretly bound set of coins to the car park to do the big reveal. And guess what? I got one. How lucky you was I? You hooked it. I hooked it. You hooked it. Yahoo. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, so I was very proud of that, and uh, yeah, coming up in my um, my recap, uh, more big things. So yeah, listen out for that. That's exciting. I'm glad to hear, and yeah, just as well you acted quickly. They were in high demand. I wonder if anybody else has got them yet. You'll have to write in and let us know if you come across mm. any in circulation, or you um, or you do manage to purchase some, and what ones were the most popular? I wonder. Mm. Yes, yeah, I um, would have loved a Tassie Devil myself, but uh, oh. never mind. It looks cute. If I find one, I'll save it for you, but you can't have mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Takes me back to my old pet Tasmanian Devil when I was little, yes. Oh. Is that a real thing or a stuffed toy? Uh, no, Denise. Denise was my, my devil. Yes. A real one? Yeah, I had her for one night. <laughs> <laughs> She had a broken leg and we were trying to look after her, but she decided she didn't want to stay. Okay. Yes. (laughs) But uh, I digress. I digress. That's an interesting story. Mm. (laughs) And Um, sadly, the big poo didn't make it into the big giant things. Oh. Oh. Was going to respond with a word there, but um, yeah, that's that's a shame. (laughs) 
<laughs> Never mind. Mm. Never mind. Yeah, look, um, I'm sure we have many more big things to discover as well. So uh, it's not going to end here. I look forward to it. And maybe we will be advising the next set of big things to come out on coins. Mm. Mm. Yes, I could come up with lots of good ideas. But first, why don't you give us a recap of the last two weeks since we haven't heard from you? Yeah, I, I suppose we haven't. Um, well, look, it has been familiar surroundings for me, both in terms of location and fellow parkrunners. Uh, I think last time we caught up, I had had a um, <clears throat> frond at Shell Harbour <laughs> and uh, back that up with a, a follow-up frond at North Wollongong. So speaking of big things, it was uh, it was a big group. So it was an absolute pleasure to be able to um, to scoot up to North Wollongong Park Run after setting up the course at Shell Harbour that morning and um, stumble around the course. No, that, that's, that's probably um, exaggerating. I, I did get a decent run and um, yeah, get to catch up with uh, the Warwicks before they headed south and uh, many others. So yeah, that was that was a real treat, and to be followed up on Park Run Day, just gone with another run back at home at Shell Harbour while Karen had the RD rains. So um, yeah, I've been having a few runs, Mel. That's good. Yeah, but uh, look, it's um not very adventurous, I must admit. I'm just hanging there on on my little old forty nine events and looking at my next adventure, which will quite possibly be the weekend of the punish so yeah well that's something to look forward to it is it is but um yeah i'm not sure that there was uh you know much i can i can um advertise aside from um having a visit from margaret who uh, is a former listener of the pod and margaret if you're listening once again um i promise i won't sing and um (laughs) and welcome back (laughs) oh dear i did tell her which episode to avoid let's just leave it at that but uh margaret joined us from tamworth uh on an adventure of her own so um yeah yeah Mm. a nice weekend uh what about yourself mel Uh, i suppose speaking of big things did you happen to have a big adventure Oh, my goodness. Well, this is going to be a long recap, so get ready. (laughs) So when I spoke to Tok last week, my plans to head to Broken Hill Racecourse Park Run were still in the concept stage throughout Mm. the week. The plan continued to progress, and by Friday morning, Martine Barrett was arriving at my house for the 820-kilometre, nine-hour journey north to Broken Hill in west-central New South Wales on the lands of the Wilkali people. Is that right? I believe so, yes. <laughs> Broken Hill is a mining city and namesake to Broken Hill Proprietary BHP. Known as the Silver City, it is situated on one of the world's richest deposits of silver, lead and zinc ores and is Australia's longest-running mining town. Located close to the South Australian border, the town observes Central Australian Standard Time. It was dubbed Broken Hill after explorer Charles Sturt noted the hills that appear to have a break in them. But what is the attraction to Broken Hill, Mel? 
I'm glad you asked, Ollie. Broken Hill has been the location for a few very well-known Aussie films. One of the best known is the 1994 film Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And Ollie, this was the most exciting part. Every year, the Outback Town hosts a three-day festival called Broken Hill that celebrates the art of drag, glitter sequins, and Australia's queer community. And it was this weekend. The festival... I know. The festival has comedy, cabaret, live music and social activities, playing homage to the iconic cult movie and stage musical and is centred around the Palace Hotel, which was a feature of the original movie. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So (laughs) let me take you back. We arrived in town around 6pm Friday evening, checked in and stretched our legs with a streak into town for dinner. The second exciting thing about the trip was that my friend Michelle Carlos, who has been travelling the outback for 19 weeks and who I narrowly missed catching up with on my recent adventure to Baxter Park Run, was, coincidentally, in town too. Michelle is the same friend responsible for nagging me to attend my very first park run. And we go back many, many years, so being able to share the experience with her, as well as Martine, was really special. Broken Hill Race Course is the second parkrun course in Broken Hill. Beginning in July 2019, after Broken Hill Parkrun closed in February of the same year, having only held 67 events. Broken Hill Race Course is an out and back beginning adjacent to the race course and running on a gravel trail through Outback Scrub. We were told by RD Simo that as long as we kept the green rocks on our left and didn't run through the white rocks, we couldn't go wrong and to keep our eye out for the Sturt Desert Peas in flower along the way. Despite the festival in town, the event numbers were fairly standard, with 36 participants on the morning, which was chilly after an overnight low of one degree. Um, I had a great run. Despite the uneven sandy surface, recording my second fastest post-pandemic time, I think. I neglected to say that Martin and I also got up very early to head to the Line of Load Miners Memorial to see the sunrise. The site overlooks the city and remembers more than 800 miners who have lost their lives over the years. Also at the site, we found another big thing, the Big Bench, which we've also uh, referenced in our previous discussions about big things. The Big Bench was constructed in 2002 and is two and a half times bigger than a normal size park bench. After parkrun, we headed out to nearby Silverton, only a 30-minute drive up the road to visit the Mad Max 2 Museum. Filming of Mad Max 2 took part in this town and the museum houses a large collection of photographs, life-size characters in full costumes, original and replica vehicles, including two interceptors, as well as other fascinating memorabilia from the set of the 1981 movie. After brunch at the cafe next door, we headed back to Broken Hill and the next stop was the Pro Heart Gallery. Kevin Pro Heart was an internationally renowned artist who worked across many forms, but born in Broken Hill, his nickname Professor in his younger years was how he gained the name Pro and he was considered the father of the Australian outback painting movement. Sadly, Pro Heart died with motor neuron disease in 2006, but his work lives on in the gallery, including his famous Rolls Royce, painted with images from Australian history. 
The gallery was full of a wide selection of his signature paintings, plus a small gift shop where Martin was able to grab a postcard and I treated myself with a jigsaw of the carpet dragonfly, made famous in the late 1980s by a Stainmaster carpet TV advert. Do you remember those, Ollie? I'm sorry, I don't. No, you're too young. That's okay. (laughs) They were very well known at the time. From there, we headed back to the Palace Hotel to drink in the festival atmosphere. I managed to grab a photo with some fabulous drag queens and we witnessed some amazing dancing as the crowd prepared for the street parade. Sadly, the clock was ticking and we had a long drive home, so reluctantly departed the street party to check out Belle's Milk Bar a Broken Hill icon. (laughs) The milk bar has original 1950s decor, old-style malted milks and soda spiders, as well as a milk bar museum and gift shop. It is one of the longest continuously running businesses in Broken Hill, starting out in 1892 as Fenton's confectioner and cordial maker. Martine treated herself to the, uh, quote, best milkshake she's ever had, unquote, and grabbed some of their Bell's chocolate blocks to take home to Andrew while I scouted surrounding shops for a salad. <laughs> and then it was a long trip home. Sad to have had such a short time in Broken Hill, but bursting with joy from all the experiences we'd crammed into a little over 19 hours we spent there. Absolutely packed it and uh, look well run, Mel. But um, yeah, you uh, you certainly know how to pick the weekends. That sounds like that sounds like a an experience you could market. Like I really, it was just it was just my cup was full and overflowing with joy from yeah. the whole experience. Yeah, how lucky! Like I, we just randomly said, "Let's go to Broken Hill." Not mm. knowing that there was a festival in town, not knowing that my very good friend who's been travelling Western Australia was going to happen to pop up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Pretty good. Get yourself down a broken hill. Yep. Yep. And I've also had to, to Google the Pro Heart works and uh, there are some very familiar looking works there. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I, I hadn't appreciated, um, you know, the, the relationship to Broken Hill. Obviously, I can see it now, <laughs> but, um, mm. yeah, yeah. So the dragonfly carpet mm. picture in the commercial back in the mm. late 80s, uh, there was a Stainmaster carpet that launched and Prohart uh, created this commercial where he used all sorts of materials to create a picture on a floor a carpet floor mm. yes and the, in the advert the cleaner comes in and scolds him for the mess he's made <laughs> and cleans it all off and of course it comes beautifully clean because it's stained master carpet yes yes yep having just googled you'll hear the tapping in the background <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah, I do reckon I do recognise the dragonfly there. Yeah, so, okay, uh, yeah, so there you go, yeah. subliminal. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because it would have been on TV in Tassie ten years after it was made. Of our two stations, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, gee, well, quite the adventure, Mel. Uh, I hope you've had the opportunity for a rest. I did after juniors. So that was the reason we yeah. were under the pump to get home because Martin was joining me on the roster oh. at juniors on Sunday morning. So <laughs> we got in 
back at my place about 11 p.m. Oh. And, uh, yeah, up in the morning to volunteer for another yeah. successful morning at Junior Park Run. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, it, it's certainly a good season for it. Um, spring has sprung, uh, uh, and although there has been a little bit of rain here and there, um, we're seeing some warmer conditions. So, um, yeah, I'm seeing the numbers creep up in, in parts as well. So, um Hopefully, hopefully that will continue, and and hopefully you get some more juniors coming along and, and making the most of the the end of sporting season. Mel should do. Oh, speaking of sport, our team won. Ollie Collingwood won. They did. They did go the pies. <laughs> That's right. So that just added to my um, positive weekend experience. <laughs> but we must we must segue there to um, firstly acknowledge that I had one job. I was a little late, so I do apologise for some delays in getting the Level Up bingo card out. Rest assured, Mel, this one will be ready and primed because we've got some more Level Ups. And whilst whilst we do anticipate to have some audio from Pippa later in the pod in this week's episode, I think it's time we announced some more bingo squ- squares. What do you think, Mel? Uh, yes, please, uh, please do announce them, Ollie. What do you think we should bring? <laughs> are we bringing back some old favourites? Yes, yes, we are. So, I was listening last week, and um, yeah, it was, it was, it was casting the mind back to some of my favourites. And um, not going to say these were entirely my suggestion, but uh, perhaps they were, Mel. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I might have gone a little bit off script last week. See, you can't, oh. let, you can't leave me alone, Ollie. I don't follow That's rules. Right. <laughs> That's right. So, everyone, it's time to bring street sign spelling back. Now, I haven't picked a theme, so let's oh. be creative. I don't know. Um, yeah, you could spell a big thing. You could spell. You could spell your next adventure as in the next park run you plan on visiting um hmm. open slather yeah hmm. open, open slather did you say open slather <laughs> <laughs> but no i didn't say open slather but we do have a swather of bingo level ups this week we have two in fact which i think well according to this dictionary um that's that's the meaning of swather um <laughs> Multiple. Dear me. Oh, dear. Um, park run with a friend. Now, this has been on the bingo card previously, and it seems fitting that we have at least a, a, a couple of park run-related bingo options and, and possibly fair to announce them before the final week just to allow the opportunity to tick off a bingo Card or a bingo square, I should say, on, on a park run day, but uh, park run with a friend. So you, you might have a fellow park runner that you want to join. Uh, you might have a furry friend, um, usually a dog uh, that wants to park run with you. You might make a friend at park run. Uh, you might have a troll that's a friend that comes <laughs> to park run with you. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say here is that. Um, we, we all have our own kinds of friends <laughs> and, um, yeah, again, I always enjoy the creativity from everyone. So um, if you park on with a friend, um, please share it and uh, happy streaking, everyone. Ollie, I've got a question. Okay. 
Can they be retrospective? Because I park ran with two friends last week. Well, uh, I think, uh, I guess, kudos to you for uh, preempting the bingo card. <laughs> yep, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Make your own rules. No, yeah. <laughs> That's what we always do. That's right. That's right. But um, look, before I go any further off script, Mel, I think it's time we hand over to some of our roving reporters who are a little better at staying on script than me. And um, <clears throat> we have a plethora of roving reports. Plethora? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a word. Do you mean plethora? That's right. <laughs> We have an absolute plethora of roving reports this week. Uh, so, um, yeah, strap in and uh, have a listen to our four roving reports this week. Hello, um, David from uh, or Palmerston Parkrun in the Northern Territory, and I'm with Christy. And Christy, what's your role with Parkrun here? So I'm the event director of Palmerston Park Run here in Darwin, Northern Territory. Yep. And were you here when it started? No, I was not. But my husband, um, David, he was one of the first fellows to start it. So Mark, uh, our event ambassador, started it with David and a couple of other fellows um, back in September 2016. Before that, we had Darwin Park Run. Right. And they'd been going for a couple of years um, and then a few of them thought, why are we driving all the way out to Darwin, you know, 20 minutes um, to to run 5K? Let's start one up in Palmerston. Mm -hmm. So they did. Yep. Okay. And could you describe the location here because it's a bit unusual? It is. It is. We have a what I think is a great location for, for Park Run. We start uh, what we, at the Palmerston Water Park. We have some great facilities. We have toilets. We have water. We run out into the car park along a couple of main roads um, and then back into the water park. What makes it so unique is our paths aren't usually run by other people. So unlike Nightcliff where you have to contend with people who are running, you know, just walk in that aren't doing park run, everyone that's running is a park runner here mm -hmm. or a walker. And you're right, Nightcliff gets rather crowded. Yeah, Nightcliff yeah. can get over 200 people. It's yeah. really crowded and the mm. paths are narrow and you do have to, keeping left is really hard. Um, another uh, unique thing about Palmerston is we keep right. So that's a bit, people find that a bit tricky when they get to, to Palmerston, when we say keep right. But if you don't, you will collide with someone. And the other thing about Palmerston, it's the, there are three around Darwin. This is the one with hills. Yes, yes. We uh, have hills, we have inclines, unlike Darwin and Nightcliff, um, and people love it. Maybe not oh, so do much. they? <laughs> well, <Yes>. okay. <laughs> yeah, look, it's, um, it, the hills are fine. You just got to get used to it. Really, really do. Yeah. Okay, and yep. the other one is you've got an anniversary coming up. We do. We are turning seven next week on the 17th of September. And yep. since we were just looking through the event history, notice you did very well through the COVID shutdowns. We, we did. So here in the Northern Territory, when we had COVID, we were able to lock our borders. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have a lot of interstate people coming in and we had very low cases of COVID. So we were able to run a lot a lot through COVID which was great I think we only had about three or four months of, of lockdown um, and that was not because of NT that was because Park Run um, Australia mm. said that they couldn't run but there we had no yeah. cases and, and everything else in NT was running smoothly yeah, yeah so I think we remember feeling a little bit envious about that yeah. at the time looking up here I and can, thinking 
And do, I, we, do you spend the two weeks quarantine to yeah, come, just to do parkrun up in Darwin? I, I can only imagine. I know, like Victoria, had months of lockdown, and and I think what year of no parkrun. Mm. Um, so that would have been hard for people. Yeah. But no, here in the territory, we did really well. It was it was really good. Okay, yeah. and we're also starting to come into the uh, the hot and humid weather. Yeah. How does that affect people? It. it it affects them as in some people run a bit slower. I know I do. Um, it, 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 it is getting warm. It's, it, we're coming into September and October, the warm season. Mm. When we get some rain, it, it can help, but the build-up and the humidity, it's, it's not pleasant. Um, but we still get good numbers. So a lot of people are happy to run in that, in that weather. Yeah, it's amazing what people do, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think yeah. I ran here about six weeks ago. And uh, it's probably a little bit more humid today, and I, I still think I was about two minutes slower. Yes, I can. So yeah. Some people do really well in it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some people. There's a fella. He always comes number one. Um, he will do anything between eighteen thirty oh. and twenty, uh, and the humidity does not bother him at all. Well, it, it looks like it, but yeah. his time doesn't reflect it at all. No, that's that's an amazing sort of thing. Do you get a lot of visitors here? Or is it mainly uh, uh, locals in the area? Yeah, look, we do sometimes get, get visitors and, yeah. and those visitors usually start, you know, they go to Darwin or Nightcliff or they, they come here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we do, yeah. Okay. Um, and that'll probably do it. Yep. Unless no you can think of anything else or tell me anything about Palmerston. <laughs> no, look, look. Um, if you're travelling to the Territory, come check us out at Palmerston yeah. Park Run. We are a small park run in. We get about 70 to 80 people every week. Um, we are told that we're the friendliest park run in the Territory, so come visit us. Okay, excellent. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay. Thanks, David. Bye. Bye. Hello, fellow park run adventurers. This is David from WA. Today I am touristing to WA's newest and 52nd park run, Wilson Inlet Heritage Trail at Denmark for their second event. Denmark is about four and a half hours drive south of Perth or 40 kilometres west of Albany. The course starts east of the Denmark River mouth footbridge. Well I've just finished my run and it must be one of if not the most beautiful course in WA. Um, running through a rail trail with um, bush either side of you lots of frogs chirping and a view of the um, ocean. So very nice course. And I've got the pleasure of being here with Beck, the co-event director, who's gonna tell me the story of um, this run and um, how it came to be. Beck. Yeah, good morning. Um, look, I, start, I, moved to Ka I moved from Kalgoorlie to Denmark about three years ago and um, park run was huge in, in Kalgoorlie. And I was really surprised when I got here in this beautiful environment that we didn't have a park run. So fast forward two and a half years, um, in January this year I put in an application for a park run. Um, at the same time, um, a friend of mine put in an application for park run. Okay. Uh, we, we, were, um, we were advised by park run that we both had put in an application, we joined forces and the rest is history. So both at Denmark? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We're, uh, and we're, we're in the running club as well, we're both in the running club. Um, and we both put in individual applications um, at the end of January. And um, so January till now, so that's about eight months. Yeah. That sounds like a long time, but generally fairly short by the time it takes to get park run set up. Yeah, that's right. I'm not sure what the average time is to launch a park run, but um, 
but there is a fair bit of work to go into a parkrun. So to start with, you have to pick a course and parkrun have to agree with the course. There are a lot of restrictions around what the course can, where the course can be. It can't be near a main road, it can't cross a road, uh, it can't be uh, too steep or uh, too narrow. Um, it um, has to be an even surface. There's a lot of different requirements for courses. So we went through a few different trials to get a course up and running and this is the one that we ended up with. So what were the other ones that you considered? What was the disadvantages of those? Well we're standing on part of the course now so I really wanted the course to run around the river but if we look on the opposite side of the river it actually floods. So it floods for about a month a year and we wouldn't be able to run it so they said no. Um, I wanted to start at the park in town. I thought that would be more central and and would get more of the community together but part of the course runs over um, a, a river access point and there might be a vehicle there at some point so they said no Uh, so we went with a simple out and back yes well what you've got here is really really nice the trails are nice and wide so there's plenty of scope for overtaking and if there's anyone else on the course that's fine and certainly no chance of traffic I also understand the flooding um, one. I've done a quite a few park runs that have been flooded. I was lived in Gladstone for a while and that would get flooded every now and again. So yes, that's very important in selection. Mm. Um, and how about the journey in terms of the support from the community or gathering funds to start the park run? Yeah, so we didn't know that it cost a lot of money to start a park run. We just really wanted to start a park run, build the community, get people running and active and create that happy place for the community. Once we got into the paperwork, we very quickly realised we had to raise $7,500. Yes, it's quite expensive, yes. Huge, huge amounts of money. So uh, we um, we approached a few local groups. Uh, well, well, apologies, we started with... Um, um, the government organisations have started with our shire and our local member and both of those groups said they were unable to help us because Parkrun is not based in Australia, it's a UK based company and in order to meet their grant requirements we couldn't access funds, we, we only got small amounts of funds from them. It's, it's, it seems to be highly unusual because some councils actually go and actively chase people to, to get one set up in their community and also through Medibank, Medibank tries to get I think 20 a year or some number like that. So it's very unusual the differences people get in terms of their response to trying to start a new one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and when you talk to people who have started up park runs, some people say, oh yes, the Shire gave me the complete $7,500 and other people say, no, the Shire couldn't help at all. I need to put a caveat on that though, that the Shire were very supportive in terms of creating a park run. They just couldn't support financially. So in terms of the approvals to get the park run course approved, um, um, other conversations and, and, and um, liaisons that we've had, they've been very, very quick to reply, very supportive, but just couldn't c- commit that all-important money. Yeah, well, it also brings people to the community. Like, we came down purely for this today. I was talking to some other runners that have come down purely for this as well. So it does bring people to the community that otherwise wouldn't have come or people stop in the town for that reason. So it certainly does bring in tourist dollars and people to the, the community. Yeah, absolutely, and that's why it was... It wasn't too hard to get money from local organisations in town. They absolutely saw the advantage of having a park run. The local coffee shop gave us a, a good amount of money, as you would imagine, and we give them a plug every week. Uh, we had uh, the local mechanics and the IGA and, and uh, the co-op and uh, um, Ocean Beach Physiotherapy and, and he, he without running this morning, Dave. Right. Uh, so um, so some, some great um, commitments from the local community. I saw that you had, I think, 119 that you launched last week. 117. 117. We had. So uh, that did you advertise that at all, or is that just through the Denmark Running Club, or? Well, 
Um, we, we're not really supposed to advertise. People found out about it. Uh, people were, uh, were calling the local shire and asking when it was so they could book accommodation. We did a little bit of advertising. I was interviewed on the radio the night before, and I know that went statewide. Um, okay. Um, but, uh, but, it, but it was the night before. It was one of the few ones that I didn't actually hear about in advance. I've heard about the last sort of four or five in advance. Mm. I didn't attend them, but I've heard about them. Well, um, we're a long way south, you know. <laughs> yes. No, it was People will say that. It's a lot further to drive from Perth to Denmark than it is Denmark to Perth. Well, you, um, you mentioned Kalgoorlie. That's the next one that I've got to do. So I thought that's six hours for me, but they've also opened the new one in Kalbarri, so I've got to get that one as well. So, yeah. yes. So it's I've, a great course, Kalgoorlie, because it's a loop. So it's just a full loop and it's got a couple of sneaky hills in the middle of it. Um, but look, Parkrun creates that wonderful sense of community. We, we moved to Kalgoorlie knowing no one and left knowing massive community and, and running communities bring lots of different people together. It's just so lovely to start the day by going for a quick 5k jog um, out and back on the trail and um, hanging out with like-minded people. Yes, it is. Okay, Beck. thank you very much for your time and I hope your event's a success and continues to thrive in this community. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. So that's David signing out. Happy adventuring. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's Lyndall here and today I'm adventuring again. I've come to event number six at Harmony Boulevard Parkrun, a new one. And I'm joined today by Joe and Alexandra, the event directors. Hello, how are you going today? We're great, thanks. How are you? Hello, well, thank you. <laughs> now, Harmony Boulevard, that's a name in itself, isn't it? Can you tell me a little bit about how Harmony Boulevard came to be? and um, yeah just the history of, of where, what we're doing here. Well we're located in a suburb called Palmview but we're a fairly new estate here at Harmony. I think it's been up and running for about six years, uh, about halfway through the development but lots of families moving in, um, really good community spirit. So about a year ago I put it out there to the community on our local Facebook page, do we want our own local park run? had lots of support behind it so that's given me the driving force to um, you know gradually set it up over, over the last year and then launch um, last you know recently up to event number six so we're we're brand new um, the name of the estate as I said is Harmony and we're located in Harmony Boulevard Park um, hence the name Harmony Boulevard Park Run. It's a lovely name, isn't it? Harmony. It seems very harmonious here. It's very peaceful. And <laughs> we do have a lovely community spirit and everybody is helping us to set it up. We've got a lot of volunteers. We couldn't ask for a nicer crowd. They're a lovely community spirit, really. Yeah. Now, Joe, you're the run director today and in your briefing, you actually mentioned you wanted a show of hands of locals and visitors. Um, are you getting a bit mix of both? We are getting a mix of both. Um, at the very beginning, it was much more visitors, a couple of locals, um, but the word is, is starting to get out there now through, um, you know, word of mouth and advertising um, within our Facebook community pages. So it's been great just to see each week um, the, 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 like the numbers, the, the, the scales tipping, essentially. Um, it's always great to see that people are still visiting us from, from near and far. 
Um, but yeah, great to see more, more locals than there have, have been um, in recent weeks. Yeah, terrific. And you've got a lot of volunteers around the course. They all seem like they're really happy to be here. So that's brilliant as well. Yeah, we've got a great team and everyone's very forthcoming in helping us. So I think everybody wants it to succeed and everybody loves it. So it's nice to be able to do it for, for them and they're helping us. So it's a, it's a great community spirit. That is brilliant. Now, this course here is a very inventive course is how I'll describe it. Does that sound like a good description? It is. It is. A... We do need breadcrumbs. <laughs> The bread comes are handy. <laughs> because the, um, the uh, area is only halfway through the development, we do have some fantastic parks here already, um, but being limited to you know, not being able to cross the roads and making sure it is a safe, safe environment for everyone. So it is a multi-loop um, course. We have uh, four laps in total, two, two large laps that are both two kilometres in length and then two small laps, which are both 500 metres in length. Um, so there's yeah a little bit of um, a little bit of description at the beginning to, to, so people can understand the multi laps. But I've heard that it's um, people actually love the last two laps being only 500 metres yeah. in length because it's like you, you know you've got past the hard slog of that four kilometres and you're like right just two small laps I can do this and yeah. uh, it's that last little motivator to really push yourself at the end. Yeah, and it goes quickly. Like I, you know, four, everyone said to me, oh, it's four laps, Lindall. Do you know it's four laps? It went really fast. I didn't think the laps were, you know, arduous at all. No, it's a lovely spot here. Once you smash the first two two kilometre laps and you've only got the two 500s and there's not too much orienteering involved. So no. <laughs> Joe puts the arrow, so it makes it much easier. Yeah, it's really simple to follow. There is a bit of marking that needs to be done, but it's only a 2K course, so that's pretty simple to just smash out early on, on park run day. All right. Now, is there anything else that you would like the listeners of this? This is a podcast for adventurers. Um, H, I guess. There's not that many H's in Queensland, so that might be a selling point for you. Is there anything else that you would like the adventurers to know? I think just like probably every park one, we think we we have a lovely location. Um, it is a beautiful park here, lots of room to bring the kids, and of course, yeah, we would we'd invite all families to come and, and visit, and we have a lovely um, local cafe that's that makes amazing food, so beautiful breakfast afterwards as well at Cafe Harmony. Yeah. Yeah. And you, Alexandra? Oh, I just think the Sunshine Coast is beautiful regardless. So they come and do Harmony. There are lots of other park runs that they can enjoy as well, but this one's pretty special. I agree. Thank you so much. Thank you for talking to me today. Um, this is not our first rodeo, Joe, is it? No, it's not. We, <laughs> we met um, last year when I was uh, run director in training when I was at Manjimba Beach and the lovely run directors up there were teaching me the ropes. Um, so now I'm, I'm flying silo with my team here and, um, yeah, having a wonderful time at Harmony Boulevard. You're doing a brilliant job. I must be okay. I mustn't be too scary if Joe's willing to talk to me more than once. <laughs> and thank you both for everything that you've done for this park run and this community, guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hopefully we'll see you again thanks, soon. Thanks for visiting us. Third now for the last one. Yeah, well done. See you soon. Nice work, Heather. Now I'm here with Heather, who is marshalling today at um, Park Run. Yes. Being a four-lapper, you've got to try and keep track of the runners and make sure that they do enough but not too many laps. Is that what the main brief is for this position? Yes. It's probably a bit of a confusing corner, this third and fourth, because I've got to make sure they're not actually, yeah, trying to sneak into the finish before they've done their fourth lap. <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, it's a great little spot here. I'm in the sun. It's a beautiful day. Well done. One more.
<laughs> cheer them on as they go around the corner. Yeah. yeah. You're doing great. Thank You're doing you. great. Now, this is your home park run? Yes, it is. Quite a new park run, though, so mm-hmm. only home for a little while. But, yeah. yeah, it's been good so far. Excellent. And you're an, a bit of an adventurer. Mm. When I have the time, yeah. I try and adventure. <laughs> yeah, rope the family in or at least rope the husband in when, yep. when I can. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, I've done a bit of a recce on the course here with Joe and Alexandra. So, uh, instead yeah. of talking about Harmony Boulevard, yes. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. And um, since you have been a bit bit of an adventurer, what is your top three park runs? Well, look, I have to say that this Harmony Boulevard is now in my top three because it is a great little course. Is it your home? Yes, it is my home. So I can't include that one. (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't know the rules. (laughs) Now I do. Okay, so my my top... park run adventure would have been to Bushy Park. Yes. And I did that pre-COVID yep. with my daughter and I met up with my brother and my sister-in-law and had my niece with me and that used to be their home park oh, run. Oh, brilliant. Until they moved away. So they they um, got me there and that was just fantastic. Just the experience. Yeah. So many runners and the, all the funnels and meeting Elizabeth in, you know, at the corner and yeah. The deer in the park and just, yeah, such a, just a great all-round experience. Brilliant. Um, so Bushy Park was yeah. definitely top three. Um, really loved Albert Park in Melbourne. Yeah. We were down there at um, around Easter time for the, with uh, kids for the holidays. That was just a great, once again, great course, great atmosphere, great volleys, Yep. Beautiful, beautiful, you know, location and, and run. It is awesome, isn't it? Oh, Just one big lap around the Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, and Nambour is a pretty special one as well. Yeah. It's a tough course. <laughs> it's a tough course. Definitely no PBs for me there. No. <laughs> um, and I think my favourite one that I've done there was one of their birthdays and we dressed up. It was a, it was a superhero theme. Brilliant. So, yeah, that was lots of fun as well. Lots awesome. of hills and gravel and... Oh, tough one and a bird yeah fluffy wasn't there that day lots of superheroes but no fluffy so i have to keep trying for fluffy yes well done guys well done tail walkers thanks for volunteering (laughs) (laughs) that's a brilliant top three thank you you'll have to go back to nambour i hear he's more active in the winter time okay yeah i'll have to give him give him give him another crack and hopefully (laughs) run into him somewhere yeah. It's interesting they have a superhero theme when they've got a superhero most weeks in Fluffy. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Maybe that's why he didn't turn up that week because yeah, he didn't yeah. want to be outdone. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks so much for talking to me. Pleasure. And thank you for being such a great volunteer here today, oh, keeping everyone on task. Love it. I love it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, enjoy your weekend. It's been perfect so far, so hopefully it continues sure to be that way. Thank you. Pleasure. Hi, this is Lynn and I am at the Cobram Park Run today and I'm speaking with a couple of visitors to the Cobram Park Run today and this is Andrew and Mel. How are you going? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, thank you. Lovely morning for a run. Yeah, it is. We've got a nice sunny day today. And Andrew, Mel, where have you come from today? Where's your home park run? Home park run, which is, uh, it was Camp Haspie down at Wood End. Um, but one of our favourites now, we hail from Gisborne in the Macedon Ranges, and Gisborne are probably into about their second or third month of park runs, and we were lucky enough to be one of the first for the first park run, so we've ticked that one off our list. Yes, fantastic, and you've been doing some of the challenges on the 5K app? 
Yeah, where we can. It's been a little bit limiting. Um, doing Western Australia last year was a lot of gaps with our park runs. Yep. Um, but we did get up to Port Hedland and Grafton and Dampier and did a few around there. So you do a fair bit of travelling. You've got a camper van or... Yeah, caravan. Caravan. Yep. Nice, nice. And in your travels, what has been your top three favourite events? I know they're all very unique and they're all our favourites, but what's your top three recommendations? Oh, here you go. <laughs> Definitely Cobram. That was great with the undulations and very beautiful view. Yeah, very so picturesque. You your mind off when you're going through the pain. Yes. <laughs> yep. Another um, one? Oh. Definitely love Compassky. One of our home yeah, ones. Yeah, Cam Caspi's yep. nice. Um, one that does stick out is a golf course over in South... James Cook. Jamestown. Ja- Jamestown. Nice. Tell us about Jamestown. Yeah, it's a, it's a little town. I think it's the town where R.M. Williams was born. And, mm-hmm. and um, their park run, it was a very chilly morning, but it was about the first nine holes of oh, a golf, golf course. course. Nice. A lot, of, a lot of hills and a, finally a big hill coming up to finish, which was really great. Nice. <laughs> bit of a challenge, bit of a challenge. Yeah, it was a bit of a challenge. And how many park runs have you done? Oh, I'm about in the 130 now. Wow, I yep. I did my 100 up at St George in Queensland yep. a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I'd probably be about 103 now. Right, very good, very good. And Parkrun Adventurers, we promote volunteering. Have you been able to do any volunteering on your way around? Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. up yep. to about um, 27 volunteer efforts. Fantastic. I try and keep it sort of, you know, 25%, I suppose. Yep. There has been the ones that Good goal. there's a small amount of people and you ask what your speed is so that um, sometimes you become the tail walker. Yeah, <laughs> yep, fair yeah, enough. Tail walker. <laughs> Lake, El- Lake Albert, over in South Australia, there's yep. about five people. <laughs> wow. And, um, Fantastic. Yeah, I was tail walking and I still ran, so everyone was faster than me. But... Yeah, yep. yeah. And uh, parkrun, yeah, it's not a race, it's just about getting out and having a good time and meeting people. Yeah. A big aspect of parkrun, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and where are you off to next week? Um, we've got some babysitting duties for the grandkids down back at our on-site van at Kahuna on the on the Gumbau Creek. Near so Murray. more than likely will be. So we'll be doing the Kahuna Park Run a couple more times. Nice, in. nice. Well, all the best for your Park Run adventures and jump on the podcast and you can add Park Run adventures as your as one of your five running. You know, on the list there, yep. So sign us up and we'll look forward to sharing Parkrun Adventures with you. No worries, thanks so much. And thank you to David, David, Lyndall and Wynne. That's a bit of a pattern happening there, Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And welcome Just on to the, DL. the Parkrun family, Wilson Inlet Heritage Trail and Harmony Boulevard. We have mentioned their launches previously. And um, happy birthday to Palmerston for the 17th. And, uh, and hello to Cobram. Yes, great hearing about some adventures in Cobram. But, uh, Mel, look, the, uh, the inputs continue. We've got some mail. You've got mail. And so our first email, and we do have a couple of emails, so I will read those out. Our first email comes from Clancy Skinner, who says, 
Hi, Parkrun Adventurers pod team. Avid listener, first time writer enterer. I was listening to the episode recently in which it was mentioned that some parkrunners were renewing their vows at Parkrun in November, which inspired me to share my own Parkrun wedding story. My wife and I recently got married on the 1st of September 2023, a Friday, which we picked so as to be able to do our first park run as a married couple the following day. The wedding was a fair way from our home area, so we ventured to Mount Penang Park Run for our celebratory post-marrying 5K. As this was a special one for us, we decided to have some fun with it and do our version of the Just Married Drive Away. I had designed some race bib style signage for us to wear. I was just, my wife was married, and I had specially sourced a tux shirt, tuxedo. Um, so there's a reference here, see attached photos, and uh, there are some nice photos there, incidentally. Uh, we'll get to that, but for the occasion, and my new wife ran in a white dress. The volunteers and park runners at Mount Penang were very encouraging, with the RD offering us congratulations in her run brief, and many a runner and walker shouting their congrats on the course. One of the marshals even had a wedding-themed playlist playing as we made our way around the two-and-a-half-lap course. We had, of course, told all of our guests about the park run and tried to encourage as many of them to come as we could. Sadly, we only saw two people from our guest list in attendance. You tried. And they were already regular park runners. Oh, well. Now, my wife just needs the last two letters for her namely challenge, and she'll change her name to make it official. We had tried to complete the challenge for her in advance, but wedding planning and park run tourism don't always go hand in hand. Thanks for all you do on the pod. Always entertaining on my long runs. Shout out to Rex Green from my home park run of Armadale, who you met and mentioned a few episodes ago. Regards, Clancy, a newlywed. And g'day, Rex, too. But, uh, yes, congratulations. And a couple of really nice photos there showing the newlyweds in the Mount Penang selfie frame and it was the back of the newlyweds showing their just and married signs pinned to the back of them and also a running photo from the course of them running uh, in the said white dress and said tuxedo. That's right. They look sharp, they look black and they look white. Mm. Um, Collingwood. (laughs) (laughs) moving right along (laughs) we also heard from callum burrell who said hi mel and ollie also talk simon and tol the office lady of course there is indeed a story behind my camel cow when phillips park started in march 2023 right next to manchester city's ground in manchester i was on 93 locations Having done a recce of the park the year before, I knew there was one or two humps with a steep incline that all the participants do twice on the course. The other thing that influenced my decision to wear a camel costume was when I was at a Starbucks a few months ago. Other cafe brands are available. A slightly dyslexic barista wrote my name down on the takeaway cup as camel. So the costume and theme was a nod to those things. Plus, I like the alliteration of, thanks, Callum, 
Callum's camel cow. (laughs) It was sufficiently quirky for the occasion. The event itself was fantastic, shared with lots of Parkrun family. Coincidentally, I listened to this week's podcast on my way back to, uh, sorry, on my way to work and heard the request to mail in. The night before, the Sahara Desert had deposited sand over the majority of Manchester's cars. So I was listening to a camel mention with my car covered in sand from the Sahara loving streaky Septmeba and listening to all the parkrun love across the globe. All the best. Callum Burrell, A461587. Excellent. Thank you for letting us know, Callum. Uh, that's uh, I like a, a theme. Yes. A themed event. Not so much the sand over the car. That might not have been such a great <laughs> Well, it, it certainly was authentic. So, uh, yeah, appreciate that. And Callum sent us a picture of his uh, celebratory cupcakes that were printed with um, camels on them. Yeah, in black and white. There we go. But, Mel, I think let's stick with the sand theme because it's time for Club Corner and I believe Rachel has a, uh, a special theme for us. This is Rachel with Club Corner, where we talk about the what and why of parkrun clubs, and I am coming to you from Aranda Country. Today I'm going to talk about sand, it's coarse, and rough, and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Not like here. Here everything is soft, and smooth. Um, I'm not sure what came over me there, but anyhow, I have the high ground. No, 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 that's when we talk about elevations, which will be never. Today we are talking about parkruns around the world that are held solely on sand. This is not strictly a club, but one day, maybe someone will do all of these events, and then they can claim the niche. Please note that this does not include those seasonal or slightly sandy events that use some sand or for some of the year. This is about those events that relish the grit and grind it out all year. I am going to highlight the all-sand events and include the relevant parts of their course descriptions. Without further ado, and believe it or not, the first event to host an all-sand event is in Northern Ireland with Portrush Parkrun. This event began in September 2012, and they are very modest in their course description. Or are they? This description is straight from their course description. This is the first beach park run in the world which is run entirely on the sand. It is a there and back course that starts at one end of the beach and follows the beach around the beautifully scenic coastline. The beach has a mixture of soft golden sand and harder compacted sand at the water's edge. There is a natural slope to the beach that is not too steep, but also flat sections. A few years later, we have an Australian entry, with the Beaches Park Run starting in November 2014. Their course description is a bit more hardcore, and less flowery, it reads thus. This is a two-lap, butterfly, out-and-back course. The course is run entirely on sand. Being located on the foreshore, the course is subject to normal beach hazards. Although infrequent, these hazards may include submerged rocks, blue bottles, large or unexpected waves, flash rips, sand gutters, hazardous surf conditions, and shallow water crossings. We wait until May 2018 for another territory to begin a beach event, this time it's the Republic of Ireland with Inch Beach Park Run, out and back route along the beach. No mucking about from them, they just describe the course like it is. Two months later South Africa gets into the act with Milk Bostron Park Run, Their description is, this is a beach run slash walk that proceeds for 2.5 kilometers and then runners and walkers turn around and return. Again, keeping it plain and simple, thank you to this event. 
We get another new territory with Wales joining the All Sand Fun, with Havan Patheli Parkrun beginning in February 2019. Their description is a bit more in-depth. The course is entirely run on the beach over soft sand for out and back. Due to the proximity to the sea, seasonal tides may affect the exact course. Similarly seaweed and stones are likely to be encountered, so care is needed. This mob likes to build the drama, much like the beaches did. Winky face. The Republic of Ireland gets their second entry with Narran Beach Parkrun in June 2019. The course is an out and back along the beach. Phew, these Irish don't mince words do they, tell it like it is they do. And finally, we have an England entry with Great Yarmouth North Beach Parkrun, which started in February 2020. And they bring something new to the table, laps. Their description has been markedly shortened for this pod, and here are the basics. The course is two and a bit laps clockwise all on sand slash shingle. Keep on the sand passing to the left of arrow markers to circumnavigate the dunes. Please stick to the edge of the dunes and not run in the sea at the water's edge. Note that there have historically been other events that ran on all sand, but they either now use alternate courses or have closed, and I'd rather not sully my waters with non-sandy entries. And remember, in parkrun life, all non-milestone clubs are unofficial and unsupported by parkrun, so stay tuned for our future club corners. And thank you to Rachel for bringing us all the news from the beach. I just feel like I need my bucket and spade and my (laughs) beach umbrella. And uh, off I'll toddle. Do like a good beach park run. You know what else I like, Ollie? I like a good consolidated club report. (laughs) Oh, I think we all do, Mel. How are we doing? (laughs) Well, this week... The Adventurers Consolidated Club Report for Saturday, the 9th of September 2023. Of a total of 460 members, 354 took part on this date in 11 countries across 187 locations. In the UK, there were adventures at 25 events. Three in South Africa and America, two in Canada and one in Denmark, Germany, Ireland, Netherlands and Singapore. Locally, we had adventures at... 41 events in New South Wales, 40 events in Queensland, 34 in the Greater State, 11 in South Australia, 6 in WA, the North Island and ACT had 5, there was 3 in Tassie, and the South Island and the Northern Tree had 2. So a bowling strike with some great representation there from um, some of those big states. The big states are not to... Forget that the UK is climbing up there. It certainly is. Yes, yes. So thank you to all of our UK listeners uh, for getting out there and uh, enjoying your parkrun day Hmm. as an adventurer. But also amongst our international adventurers, Mel, our largest overseas front of three in Canada at Richmond Olympic. So that included Jack and Claire Corkill and Erin Phillips. I wonder if Jack and Claire were doing their recruiting for their bingo card challenge or if it was a random coincidence and Erin just happens to also be a listener who's just joined. I guess we'll never know. Oh, we will because maybe Jack will write in and tell us. <laughs> yes, please, Jack. <laughs> and the largest frond locally, Ollie, was at Kazula Parklands in New South Wales with seven and it was Amy Miller, Joe McLean, Louise Garbers, Penny Prosser, Kim Marnie, Paul Whelan, the Viking, and Sherry Brantman. Now, that is a large uh, contingency from the ponds, but touristing at Kajula Parklands, good to see. That's right. Good to see a few of the Sydney siders getting together there. Uh, And we've also welcomed a bunch of 
new park runs to the park run family with some launches around the world, Mel. Yes, another five this week, starting off with Sheep River Park Run in Sheep River Park, uh, Alcatalks, I think it was, did we say Alcatalks, in Canada, Ollie. So uh, another new event for Canada, approximately 100 kilometres southwest of Calgary when I looked up where it was for reference. They had 74 participants on their one lap course on various tarmac pathways and bridges with good surfaces. And we also had um, Ebenberg in Germany uh, with uh, 155 participants for their launch. Uh, Their route consists of two laps. It runs um, slightly hilly over partly paved, partly gravel paths on the Landau State Garden showgrounds in Ebenberg. We also had a launch at Studspark Sittard in the Netherlands with 57 participants. I don't have information on their course. I think I got tangled up in uh, Google Translate and uh, couldn't bring that to you, so sorry about that. (laughs) And over in the UK, Dover Waterfront, um, which I think is the first park run in Dover, at least the first one uh, that's there at the moment. It runs both behind the beach and along the pier. Uh, 117 participants joined for the launch, uh, but no dogs allowed at that one. And finally, we had Quakers Walk United Kingdom launching with 37 participants. It is described as a P-course of just under three laps across trail and tarmac paths. Chance of puddles and dogs are welcome there. Sounds like a lot of fun. It is. Maybe ducks. (laughs) (laughs) And so welcome to all those new park runs coming on board this last week. Yeah. But, Ollie, it's time that we throw to our Streakmeister. Yes. With this week's September Streaky Tips. Hi, Parkrun Adventures. It's Pippa, and I'm sat somewhere in the New Forest in the UK, which is actually really, really old, um, but they call it new something to do with being um, a hunting forest for uh, King Henry VIII. I can't remember now. Anyway, I was here to celebrate a hundredth parkrun with a friend who was a little bit stressed. He said, oh, you've done more parkruns than me. It's not really exciting. I told him it was really, really important. And then after more exciting than usual parkrun, because apparently the parkruns work at some hornets that they didn't know were existing on the the course, instead of doing an extra bit of uh, not parkrun or streaking in the forest that we were in, uh, Moores Valley Country Park, I took a friend out, we went for a walk and it was lovely. We looked at the plants and the trees and we stopped and looked. We didn't worry about the fact it was distance. We just really enjoyed each other's company. It's really, really hot. We've had our hottest day um, possibly of the year uh, and we had a lovely, lovely walk. And I was explaining how fantastic it was to be streaking with other people around the uh, world. And we're getting ready here for autumn and uh, friends of ours are getting ready for spring. Tomorrow we're doing something quite different. I'm putting on a frock and we're off to the Goodwood Revival to go to one of the old uh, motor racing circuits and look at old cars racing around. And it's going to be really fun and we're going to do lots and lots of walking together and I can't wait. What's really, really good this weekend is to streak with a friend. 
And I did check the bingo card. I thought, oh, we almost always have streak with a friend. Um, so I'm going to lobby for streak with a friend to be added to this year's uh, bingo card. And if that's the case, then I'm going to tick it off uh, um, this week and be really delighted. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying your streaking. It's supposed to be fun. Enjoy the looking around. Enjoy the the different seasons, um, the changes in plants and flowers and um, keep posting the pictures. They're fab. Happy streaking. And thank you very much to Peppa, our streakmaster. Uh, we appreciate the inspiration and the company along the way. Happy streaking, everyone. And how have you been going with your streak while we're on the topic, Ollie? Well, it's <laughs> always a long pause. <laughs> well, um, uh, look, technically, <laughs> technically, I broke my streak on Friday. Um, it was a long day. It was a, a very long day with an early morning, a long day in the office, and then uh, a concert on the Friday night um, up in Sydney. So. Yeah, Kathy and I went to see G Flip in Sydney, and um, unfortunately, I did not manage to make it out as I had planned to streak at lunchtime, which means my streak is broken. Oh, long story short. Hmm. Even though throughout the day I, I managed, of course, to accumulate the time, it, I did not streak. It is not fair to say that my streak is still going. Um, so... If, like me, your streak is broken, um, jump back on the wagon with me and uh, let's start it again. So, uh, Mel, I'm back on and I'm up to three. Oh, very good. Well, that's what I was just <laughs> going to say. In our challenge, you can restart, so that's not a problem. Thank you. Thank you. And what about you, Mel? Well, I'm still going. I have been maintaining Excellent. my three kilometres a day and I did go out after last week's episode and after recording it. Yes, after a late one. Yes. To make up my um, my time. Uh, and I'm chipping away at the bingo card. So I have mm. signed up uh, a new adventurer to the Adventurous Club. Thank you, Michelle Carlos <laughs> in the Broken Hill <laughs> in the Broken Hill pub who uh, agreed to join up. Excellent. So she should, seeing as she was the one that set me on this course of um, parkrun addiction. Anyway, <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so I've ticked that off. Now, we did see an amazing garden. Mm. However, and it was the front of the Mad Max Museum. Yeah. However, I didn't actually streak in front of the Mad Max Museum. So Martine <sighs> did uh, point out that I couldn't actually use that on my bingo card or like, to tick off. So, yeah, damn. I have yeah. to keep trying that again. So try a new volley roll. Um, I'm going to mm. attempt this pretty soon. I haven't done my challenge yet. I got my I got my selfie with my magpie so I could tick that off. And uh, oh, I've, I'm all over the fist scale. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. I've, been, I've just been, I've just been on a streak of, of <laughs> big things. So, <laughs> well, yes, that's very true. Mm. Yes, yeah. But just streaking uphill. I've just had an idea. Um, mm. Locally, in Bacchus Marsh, we have a set of a thousand steps. So maybe Ooh. I'll go and streak up those yeah. steps on the weekend. That sounds uh, sounds like you are well and truly covered there, Mel. Hmm. We need some more level ups. 
<laughs> I'm all good. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, I need a rest. I just need a rest this week, actually. Yeah. But, uh, but that uh, probably, unless we've got anything else to look forward to. I'm trying to think. No, I don't. I, I cannot think of anything coming up in the parkrun world. I mean, I, uh, I know early October used to be known as International Parkrun Day, and of course, the birthday of parkrun. That's that's still a few weeks away. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm counting down to the punish. That's also very exciting. But um, I'm getting ahead of myself. No. Um, looking forward, nothing much else, Mel. So I take it you will be staying closer to home this parkrun day coming. I am, actually, mm. Ollie. I will be returning to a local parkrun this week. So a quieter week. Mm. I've got a family occasion on Saturday. Yep. Um, so my daughter's bridal shower is on Saturday. Saturday afternoon, so Fantastic. I will be staying local so I can do a quick park run and get across town to uh, have my mother of the bride duties. <laughs> Lovely, lovely. Well, I hope it's a fantastic occasion and uh, well enjoyed by you and, of course, everyone else involved. But um, Thank you. Yeah. And yourself, sir, where will we find you? I I will be in Shell Harbour, <laughs> where I will likely be for the next month. Uh, so, um, yeah, I've got the course gear, so I will be setting up and um, either trying, I don't know, I'm, I'm not sure what new volley roll I can try, so maybe I'll just, I don't know, have to stand on my head and do it or something. But, um, but yeah, yeah, uh, volunteering or park <laughs> running on the Saturday, Um because, yeah, supposedly I'm running on the Sunday. <laughs> Can you do a handstand, Ollie? No, no I really can't. <laughs> uh, okay, Karen, mm. Ollie needs to learn how to do a handstand. Oh, <laughs> I think I'm a lost cause. But, <laughs> yeah, thank you for your optimism and your help. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. We can, uh, we'll both look forward to the punish uh, that is coming up. So don't forget if you want to join us there in October, I think it's the 21st of October, at least there's the park run day will be the 21st. I must book my accommodation at the showgrounds um, yes. in preparation for that. Will you be camping, Ollie? Yeah, I believe we've decided. We have a Shell Harbour contingent of three of us and we have decided that we will camp. So we'll see you there. Excellent. Good. I must get on to that. Yeah. Yeah, likewise. But, uh, yeah, look, thank you very much, Mel. Thank you, everyone, uh, for your contributions and your company for another Parkrun week just gone. But um, I think it's time. So, as always, you can contact us via Parkrun Adventurers on our Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. Mm